Welcome to 27, episode number 27. We're getting closer to 30. We are. To Healthy You with Andrea and Drew. Yeah. And something I can't believe we haven't brought up yet. We're now on iTunes. Yes. We're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. Subscribe. Things are evolving. I know. I'm so proud of us. Yes, definitely. I am too. So things are evolving like our podcast here. This little thing we do just to bring a little bit of uh, knowledge to people um, in your field of expertise, which is a a vast field. Yes. And we're evolving. And so is Canada's food guide. Finally. (laughs) Oh, I think this could be a three or four part uh, podcast. This is definitely one that you'll have to... Yes, make sure we... Just just bear with me. Yes, and maybe rein you in a few times throughout. (laughs) So the food guide is changing. Yes. It's evolving. Mm -hmm. The current food guide that's out there right now, how long has it been the way it is? It's since 2007. So So over 10 years? It's been over 10 years, definitely. And um, you have to just look at the way the nutrition world has evolved even within the last five years. Um, and, and, you know, don't get me wrong. They need health Canada does need a number of years of research to bring about something newer Mm -hmm. to ensure that we are evolving with society as well. And the different uh, changes and trends and whatnot. So you have to give them that time to do the research because they would not be doing their due diligence if they just kind of said, here, we're making these changes, and then two years later. Yeah, exactly. So um, the last one was released in 2007. I can't tell you the last time I really used it with clients, though. (laughs) Well, Um, you have Andreas for a food guide, which is totally different. Well, it's just basically, it's not not as individualized as many people think, right? Mm -hmm. Sex, age group, eat this many servings of fruits and vegetables, this many whole grains, this many meat and alternatives, this many milk and alternatives. It's not... It's, it's not conducive it, to. I was just going to say, yeah. in everyday life, applying that as we've talked about, there's just so many factors that would apply to to any individual. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah to make it that general. Yeah. But and and also, as you mentioned, to just put out a food guide. I could just imagine how hard it is to keep up with trends and Absolutely. how fast things. You can't keep up with anything these days. So <laughs> technology, we can't keep up. Why would we be able to keep yeah. up with this, right? And, and you know what? The, the the biggest pushback I think from the the one that we're supposed to see in 2018 which was actually supposed to be released, we all thought, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest pushback is that there's not going to be any industry influence, whereas the previous food guide had a little bit more industry influence from you know, the, the Dairy Council and the, the Beef Council and stuff. So, so in theory, this should be a more, I guess, neutral would be the word? Yeah, uh, yeah. Or impartial? Yep. Yep. Guide. Yep, absolutely. And we actually, over the last probably two and a half years now, nutrition professionals and even um, Canadians in general had the opportunity to speak and, and voice their concerns and, um, and, uh, and kind of conduct different surveys that indicated what the consumer is looking for. Mm-hmm. So it's been really good um, having the opportunity to give some feedback um, and just have a say in, in what people do want to see to help influence their, their eating choices as well. That's great stuff. And it's definitely to be more accurate to, to what people want if they're actually voicing their concerns and, and their thoughts instead of just, here, this is what it is. Exactly. So you, you said that you thought 
the first part was going to be out. So this is something they're rolling out in phases, I'm assuming. is Yeah, so originally done. we were told last year there was going to be two parts. The first part to come sometime in 2018, and we were told early 2018, but now um, I was reading a, um, an article a couple weeks ago and they said maybe fall. Okay. Um, but part one would kind of be uh, a policy report, they're saying, for health professionals, um, just about general eating recommendations. Mm-hmm. And then um, it will also support like the key messages that they want to relay and as well as some resources. Where in 2019, originally we were told that part two was going to be um, released, which would just basically have more information and resources about nutrition labels and ingredient lists Um uh, you know, and 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 in that sense, we've we actually spoke a couple podcasts ago about nutrition labels. Yes, we specifically. did specifically. Um, and I've actually seen a couple of the new changes already on on food products, which is pretty cool to see. But product manufacturers do have until twenty twenty one to make sure all of their labels are consistent with those new guidelines. So, you know, it's the major changes. Um, that we're again we're hearing through many media outlets, and again, yes. <laughs> little, little hearsay. You hear, you hear these things, um, and so it will be very interesting to see how they frame it. But um, the major changes is that I mentioned about the funding from no funding from industry, mm-hmm. so it's going to be much more general rules, and you know, try to have this and that, and balancing your meals. Um, it will also help to teach nutrition information in schools in a more relevant way. So, you know, I go through this with my cooking camps because cooking camps are meant to help teach the kids about food skills and, and building confidence in the kitchen and, and, and enabling them. But obviously there's a component of me wanting to support the children in their, you know, how to balance a plate and, mm-hmm. and just talk about food energy. Right. So where are we getting different energies from? And every time we kind of start talking about, oh, you know, what what would this be is, you know, I try to frame it from a carbohydrate versus a protein Mm -hmm. versus a healthy fat perspective. But the kids are still very set on this. Oh, milk group or meat group. So the old school way of thinking. Yeah, (laughs) I think I think in a nutshell, um, you could tell with the old food guide, you know, one of the biggest things. I've recognized and even a lot of dietitians speak about is the lack of protein um, that was in the older food guide and the and if you if you um, bring together the whole grain group and even the fruits versus vegetables which more people would consume mm-hmm. um, it's much more energy dense it's much more carb based and I'm you know me I'm not an anti carb girl definitely not but it's it's about understanding carbs and energy so you know I think that we're going to see a little bit more balance of the importance of protein but all different types of protein so your beans and legumes which also hello Canada's the number one exporter of those so let's you know give them the merit that they deserve um, dairy is all obviously there and it's important, but from a calcium perspective, there's other sources of getting yes, calcium. And, and that's something we've talked about so many different, uh, times in all our podcasts, all the different sources that are out there that, uh, people just don't seem to be fully aware of. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be nice to hopefully see a much better and a much broader, um, inclusion of all these different food sources that, yeah, maybe they weren't as mainstream in our food 
you know, society oh, yeah. 11 years ago. Yeah. Right. Or, or even further back. Exactly. Because I still think of when I was in school and yeah, protein was your, your few basic meat products on that guide. Yep. And yeah, like you said, meats and vegetables and fruits and yep. that's basically it. And dairy. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> in, in, in a very simplistic term. Yeah. So hopefully, and then my only hope is to also hopefully see some um, light shed into the cooking more from scratch, having family dinners a little bit more, and just the inclusion of that whole eating habit um, and getting kids more involved in in cooking and and eating as well. So we shall see. I'm sure once uh, it comes out, we'll have to do a a wrap-up report maybe next year or something. Or if they've already delayed the first portion, maybe it will be like 2021 that we actually (laughs) do the wrap-up and they've just completed releasing the guide. Fingers crossed it doesn't take that long, but yes, it's been kind of a, you know, a a year so far that we've just been like, okay, when's it coming? When's it coming? So we shall see. It better be worth the wait. Come on, (laughs) government. (laughs) As always, how can people hit you up? AndreaFalcone.ca. You can see all the podcasts there and then you can even subscribe to them. Um, A lot of times too, I do an extra blog post on the topics that we we write Mm -hmm. about. So check it out and you can contact me through there too. Exactly. So you can listen to the podcast, get a bit more info uh, in your blog post and that there is still just scratching the surface. So exactly. It could hit you up. Yep. Because no one's nutrition is the same as the other. So very important to individualize it. Yes. And we're going to be back with more podcasts soon. We have some great topics on the way. So as you mentioned, hit us up, subscribe on iTunes. Yes.